Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join us in our campaign and shenanigans as we explore the subterranean labyrinths, plunder hordes of treasure, battle legendary monsters. This podcast will be following our gaming group and the adventures of these characters, as well as a few guests from time to time. Join us as we start a new campaign and our journey to experience the best, and maybe the worst, in the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Welcome back to Goblins of Conquest. Okay, so uh, our dear paladin, because we know he's an archaeologist as his background, mm-hmm. and he's like super obsessed with, with, with knowledge, he's busy in that library that you guys you know found, basically doing his conspiracy board. With with taking apart the the goblin book of war that that's barely translatable that he's been posting up with the druids notes of the area around here, that place called the Peaceable Lands that he wants you guys to go to you know recon out to first, because he trusts the ranger to leave ranger marks behind mm-hmm. for him to see yeah, we'll and follow and boy see, that's will be what he interesting. Gets for trusting the ranger though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you think oh, he wants no. to have some time alone with the hobgoblin fighter to, to set things straight of who's in charge, one mm. or the other. Speaking yeah. of, is he going to come back soon? I have not. Have you? Are we Yeah. Um, I am trying to convince him. But life's kicking him in the butt. But life is kicking him in the butt. Okay. Um... He is ha- helping someone. The last la- today, he's helping someone move in to his house, so um, he couldn't come today. So I'm going to pester him for next. Move into his house. So Rogue, what's what's one thing our Rogue Goblin wants to do before you leave the compound, which is now you guys' compound? No. Um. Besides hearing the cleric squeal. It fell apart. <laughs> Like most religions do. Oh. Oh. It might say it went, you just died. Uh. Or it was already dead. Her religion will be the death of us. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. um, I don't know what I want to do. Are you Are you okay? No, I'm just dropping some of my cookie. See? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, do you want... To send your goblins out scouting the, the human city. I mean, you do know the human city. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not. That doesn't interest me at the moment. Okay. Okay, what about our wizard? Is there any projects that you want to, to get rolling besides ones you've already done where you're making the menial uh, goblins clean up your laboratory? 
We need to clear a space for a wizard lock to be drawn on the floor. Possibly uh, several good stones to build a portal in the future, right? Interesting you talk about that. Give me a quick arcana roll, by the way. I think I'm going to take my... I'm going to think... I think I'm taking the thief archetype. Oh, okay. The second story one? It's assassin, second story one, or... You know, oh, there's, yeah. there's other options. Oh, Do I want to confuse her and show the other rogue mm. options? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. I'm super fun when I'm confused. Because <laughs> we want her to be the masterminds. Analysis paralysis. <laughs> no, or the skirmisher would be really good. Then the bugbear would just eat her. <laughs> so, so you don't tell the, me what the to rogue do. section. There's three different new archetypes. Actually, four different archetypes. There's the if you want to be the running around with your bow type. I mean, I'm already kind of that type. <laughs> skirmisher is really badass because it's rogue with more mobility. So I got a total of a ten. Not too special. Not too special. So you managed to peek around the uh, paladin's shoulders to look at some of the notes where the druid is talking about some kind of, you know, hodgepodgey mage stuff, but he, the, the druid wasn't that great when it comes to magic, so his notes are like total garbage, which is probably why your role was so rough, because you're like, what is this animal crap? This is not science of magic. Okay. But, you know, he does talk about, uh, you saw some reference of some destroyed stones, you know, that he drew in really good detail that looked like it might be some kind of teleportation network that was possibly of goblin design or hijacked from some other race and used by goblins, like, long, long ago. It didn't have to do with trees. It, it, it did not have anything to do with trees, which is probably why the goblin was like, I mean, the druid was like, I don't understand this. <laughs> There's no walking through the shadow of a tree to go to Feywild and they teleport. I know. What are these, you know, focusy crystals things for, for arcane focus? So, you know, of course, I'm assuming you jotted a rough picture down in your book. Oh, yeah. Just because it's something of interest. And it was guided by arcanic mm -hmm. ability. But all of a sudden you're like, that's magic looking. That's not, that's not nature looking. Right. Okay. Portal, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Because eventually someone will be uncovering some portals, hopefully, if they roll well. <laughs> Ancient Goblin Network. <laughs> so, Cleric, yeah. you've established the temple to the, the, the all the gobby gods. Mm -hmm. I think that needs to be its title, the temple to all the gobby gods. Sounds good. Basically, it's an execution spot where, you know, you go up and you take your weapon to free your god and you kill something to your god. Yep, feed the tree. Yep, and then the blood is like carried in buckets and then poured down on the tree because, you know, hey, the gods only need you to let the blood out. They don't need it to keep it. This is true. Uh, is there any other side projects you wanted to work on? You could train acolytes that are not clerics, but they're like almost clerics. Is there a specific place to put my archetype? Or it just anywhere that's like easier it? for you to notice put it. it up next to your class. So there was only mm -hmm. goblins in this crew, right? There was no hobgoblins. There, there was goblins. There was a hobgoblin who's still alive. You killed all the other hobgoblins. Okay. He's, he's that one that, that basically dropped to his knee that survived the rogue who kept trying to shank it. Still has a bunch of stab marks healing in him. Um, 
I will see about taking him on as an apprentice. He would be worthy enough. Okay, so you start giving, indoctrinating him to be an acolyte so he could possibly, yeah. after some good training, do rituals, not really do magic magic stuff, but Correct. at least assist you in rituals and ceremony. Correct. Okay. I also have a question. What's that? I have been thinking about it. Um, I am a big fan of War Cleric, but I know you can't, like, double domain. Mm -hmm. Is there any way I can eventually start taking you cross class you right class multi-class you want to try multi-classing to what um i want to be able to kick some butt so but not be a paladin because paladins are wuss you, you not can, necessarily you could be one of the evil paladins elvareth is a wuss so i mean you're way of the ancients you could do Way of the Ancients. You could do like Dan's doing, which is Tyranny. You could do just Fighter. Fighter is badass when it comes yeah. to fighting. Or you, I mean, what kind of badass do you want to be? I mean, well, you no, want to... I, I, want, I want to be able to keep the domain I have, but uh -huh. also have a little bit of War Cleric at the same time, you know, something mm -hmm. from that. Most likely your best bet for that would be just to take some fighter, just so just you war practice up. Right. As opposed to saying you don't want to piss off your death god and pick up a war god. Right. You could you could choose to change your doctrine if you want to change your doctrine. But... I'm going to fight your town. <laughs> <laughs> you could give up death for war, I mean. Eh, maybe, but not right now. But honestly, the best bet would be, what's your strength? Ugh, that's a good question. Uh, probably not high enough. It's only a 13. <laughs> I think that's high enough to multi-class. Oh. I got my tabs. So do I get both of the first two since they both stay for each level? Or? So, so we don't do uh, feats and stuff to third, third level, right? And yeah, like, like the, feet, the feats are, yeah, like that's the... At third level, yes. Yeah. Taking the... Yep. Either uh, a staff Fighter, strength or dex is 13. Oh. Ah, See, so you could go fighter there now. Now there are three different archetypes to aim for. My personal favorite is the battlemaster because you have all these options of badassery that you can do. Right. Or just a champion, which is basically crit on nineteen or twenty. It makes it really easy. Makes you really easy to be a good fighter. Well, evil fighter, but okay. honestly, if you well, put in the <laughs> well skilled. Thank you. For her death, then you would be able to share spells because it's all divine. Yeah. You wouldn't grow as quickly spell-wise, but you would grow otherwise. You'd add a bunch of extra idea. options. Right. That's something to think about down the road. Okay. Okay. So, especially with the extra hit points. Makes right. you super beefy. And I'm just saying, Battle Master, you can do tricks. Like, you can trip people, muck people over. You get bonus dice. You're just like, I, I need to add this to my roll. <laughs> yeah, six. Yeah, I want to add that. Okay, so Ranger, yes. you got your little menagerie down on the very bottom floor. So oh, it's yeah. kind of funny that you have to put in a lift at that well so you can lower your animals down to the bottom <laughs> floor. And everyone's looking at you going, why are we putting the animals at the very bottom? <laughs> it's because they're safer that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adventurers no. don't show up and kill them. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, is there any other special projects you want to send goblins off to do? Because, um, of course, you two goblins are like the epitome of goblin society. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of, I kind of like the idea if 
if there's any sort of like trade routes in the forest kind of near near our long encampment, kind of set up, see mm-hmm. if we can set up like ambush points. Okay. Because, um, yeah, you want to traps out there as well for defenses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of, kind of set up. Uh, set now, up. how aggressive are you wanting your little... Wrote your little uh, reavers, I should say. Yeah. To be out there, are you wanting them to nail like every group that comes by, which could attract attention, or do you want them to just like selectively pick easy targets? I'm gonna say at this point, just just the easy target. I was, I was about to say like go for the lucrative targets, but the lucrative targets are going to draw more attention even faster, I would think, than than just simply uh, some of the easy targets that they, they can kind of. Okay, so so easy targets that they outnumber. Yeah. Less likely to have uh, survivors uh, scrambling back, and it's kind of a little noisy. Okay, no, no, uh, that's a good plan. Yeah, so you know they're coming in our territory. They're bringing us. They're bringing us our stuff. Then <laughs> you sound like I do. <laughs> it's not a stealing if I need it more. It's not stealing if you were meant to have it. Yes. Yeah, I think I was trying to also single out one of the maybe smarter... Find someone to be your, your assistant in the laboratory. Yeah. Watching them. I don't want too many to... They don't need to be that smart. Too quickly. Okay, so super tiny mini-map. So, of course, here's the crag that you guys switch back down to go into mm-hmm. the, the keep that is now yours. Here's that nearby human town that you know about that the goblins used to sell the apples to. You've got this road that goes past, it goes to the coastal road that goes up, up and down the coast. And then it goes this way, down some area you guys personally don't have any history with. And the other road goes down this way to Brackenwall Swamp, which is basically the direction that, that you're wanting to go. That, that, out, that hobgoblin outpost that had this nice beautiful little ziggurat in the picture that was drawn who knows how many millennia ago on the enchanted bellium in the book you know the one real piece that was put stitched in there mm-hmm. and uh so what pr- what plan are you guys going to be making to go from your, your your crag here down to that and and by the way the paladin is completely supporting your plans completely oh. he's completely oh. completely squared well, awesome. I have this great plan where we sacrifice him. <laughs> <laughs> well, his guy doesn't like that plan. <laughs> he doesn't like that plan. And that's when Jerome's character comes out and saves his life, sacrificing his own by accident. <laughs> and this is how these things go south. <laughs> And then his shadow rises as a, as a minion of the, of the dead lady. Uh, so is there any, are you guys going to see about, because you guys do have cash, I mean, currency that you could buy horses. You could always, you know, send one of your nicer, more civil members to the human town to get horses. Or see if maybe the goblin rangers can go smack and grab themselves some wolves or something. Yeah, I'll say in the meantime that, you know, you could try to do that. Do you feel lucky? Do you feel lucky? Yeah, Followed by, does anyone like, have animal, inspiration animal. any chips for? I do not. Uh, I have one. Are you sure you have one? Yes, I wrote it. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> no. Okay. So, so some animal handling to try to to gather up some mountable wolves. And so basically, you and a pack of goblins are running through the forest trying to find something that you can ride, something mountable. Yeah. Let's let's. let's are we willing with, to with the bugbear in mind? <laughs> I was about to say I don't think I can ride a wolf. It'll be a wolf pulled chariot. Yeah. Right. That would actually look pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Little goblin on a little seat steering for you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me. Let me. Uh, I'll go ahead. Let's see. Do, do, do. Let me double check one other little thing. I mean, I might as well give you guys a chance to try, <laughs> as opposed to having to walk the whole way there. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, you for, never know. You might hit a natural twenty. You find a pack of wargs. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, and yeah, you know, figure. We can look in the local fo- the the forest that I have. I'm a natural explorer of forests, and you get an extra little proficiency bonus on. Okay, so yeah. you get an extra plus two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for my, uh, for my animal, animal. Yeah, I'll do it. Do some. I, I take it as animal handling kind of. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh, I got a uh, with that uh, sixteen. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. So Definitely. you basically have rustled up in your your neighborhood area and training. Mm-hmm. You know, you taking your little goblin trappers mm-hmm. to catch a bunch of these animals, and you actually find a very large wolf okay. that's got a big enough frame that the, the bugbear could ride it if he if he feels lucky. <laughs> yeah. Now, I uh, I'll I'll figure out at least. So, so you do easily come up with a wolf mount that the two of you could probably ride together. Yeah, and then a wolf that you could ride if you choose. Basically, I the equivalent. Pony. <laughs> then you need to go to Pony Country and tell their wolves not to eat it. This, this wolf, his name is Pony. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> okay, so you basically have some basic riding mounts. Like... Make life easier for you guys. <laughs> So, you know, your, your goblins mm-hmm. are spending resources, you know, training them for riding mm-hmm. so they don't bite too many other yeah. goblins. No so so you goblins. guys have got your, your, your preparation down. You've got your copy of the map. Your paladin has written his copy of the map because, you know, archaeology is all about writing maps. Mm-hmm. So he knows the basic course that you guys are taking if you follow the map. You can always go off the, off the track if you want. Mm-hmm. Goblins are evil. Mm-hmm. So you we guys... stay on the trail. So... <laughs> You guys have got all set up. You know that it's going to be about, if you have riding mounts, about five to eight days to get there. Okay. You have faith in your ranger. Mm-hmm. You have faith in the ranger. You're stretching I, that little bit. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I can always forage this for, I can forage food along the way too, though. Because mm-hmm. you you've got the survival skill got and the survivor abilities. and the wanderers. Yep. I'm just relying on the fact that he hasn't messed up yet. Enough for me to eat him. And worst comes to worst, you can always just throw a goblin, and supposedly wherever they land, if it's nose up, it's north that direction. So you're never lost as long as you have a goblin you can throw. No, no, like, I, no, but no. I'm I'm a wanderer. I always recall the general layout of the terrain, settlements, and other features uh, where, 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 where I've been around. I can find fresh food and water for uh, me and up to five other people. And I can steal that through the water. <laughs> I don't know why the water's empty. It's just a little cut. So of course, you know, you guys get all set up. You get your provisions. You know, you're actually making goblin equivalent of friends amongst the community because you guys are uber compared to everybody else there. Mm-hmm. Henceforth, whether they're pretty much kowtowing to you guys as being in charge and kind of looking forward to you all leaving. 
Especially the bugbear that keeps threatening to eat people. <laughs> I would imagine when I saw the wolf, I just kind of looked at it with my hands on my head. Nope. No. <laughs> going to ride this? <laughs> so and the wolf was looking at me about the same way. Like So any no. last minute plans before you head out? I mean, I assume we can restock on arrows. Um, right? The equivalent of you can buy arrows from one of the goblin groups that make arrows. Yeah. Crappy little goblin arrows tied in the middle. <laughs> I found about I found it down to twelve regular arrows. He's going to spend most of his time on the road fixing them. <laughs> that's that's why you pay out of pocket for the good arrows. You don't take the free arrows. Either. Right. The free arrows that are left at the archery range for whoever wants them. That's cool. We put some tree sap and glue them together. Pretty much. Okay. So, any other special? Uh, just give the my acolyte the instructions to feed the tree every so often. Okay. Give me a good. good give me a religion roll. Make sure you're setting him out on the right path there. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, seven. So you gave him a couple. Key words to say. He kind of, you know, he he ashes his way through the words. He says the words. <laughs> All praise the. He's not the best acolyte right now. But then again, your training was rushed. He kept doing the chill touch when he failed. I just look at him and go, "If you don't do this right, and this tree is dead, you'll be dead." Yes, sir. Tree will be fed. I need a goblin volunteer. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't uh, just use the prisoners that are brought in first. Okay. Go- goblin volunteers. Goblin are, volunteers are too precious. Our last resort. <laughs> so for a wizard, any last minute plans that you're doing? I want the acolyte to keep the uh, everyone out of there. Okay. And to help her, since he didn't seem to know what he was talking about. Am I rolling Arcana? Uh, yeah, arcana works. Something I'm assuming you're good at. 13. Okay. So you're, so you're basically schooling him in the, 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 the Arcana aspects of what he needs? Well, he's going to learn something from the tree and help him feed it. Because it does have, albeit divine but also there's magic involved in it so okay he can learn something from it and that beautiful fruit that's still ripening slowly growing and not to touch it yep <laughs> don't touch the fruit it looks so tasty and don't go in the don't go in my I'm, office <laughs> i've heard both those stories before they don't end well do not okay. touch the white fruit and do not touch it when it's red either so are you guys going to be traveling on the road as i look at the scout i think we might actually be it's faster on the road. Faster, faster on the road. He's through the. We, we make a statement. Yeah. You want to, if we're willing to make a statement. Yeah. Right. You, you guys are supposed to be owning this place. All right. Yeah. If we're willing to make, if we're willing to make the statement, then then, then I'm then I'm all with it. Okay. Because yeah, I can navigate us through. So that. give me one survival roll. 
Because you guys are on the road, you're heading out there, you're taking the path, you're easily not getting lost, and I'm assuming you're scribing the little mark you're supposed to be marking. Uh, oh yeah, I'm going to do a little, um, I'll, I'll do, we, we never actually figured out the actual, did we ever figure out our emblem design? Do we have a simplified scrawling that we can do for our emblem? We do. It's... Van Halen's image. It also comes with that. It's the cool S. Yeah. It's, you could so do better. We, we, we've been saying you need to do our best. Yeah. But it's the, it's good enough for now. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll inscribe those every couple, you know, every every so often. On every like two months. Drawn uterus or something. There you go. <laughs> it's Shark Week. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> Goblin wow. Shark Week. Wow. Right. <laughs> So what did you get? Oh, wait, but you, you said, you said we're, we're, we're heading through a swampy area, though. Well, your, your goal will be the, to hit the swamp, yeah. Are we, in our, so are we still within the forest right now? Oh, yeah, you're still in the oh, forest. Oh, so we're yeah, still in the forest, then, then, then thankfully I got a uh, 13 at that point. Okay, so so a couple times you pulled the group off and you guys dive to the bushes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like groups come by just to avoid trouble. Yeah. Are you allowing these groups to pass by unmolested? As I look at these two. Uh, yeah. yeah, are they all? As I look at the non-goblins in the group. I don't know. How formidable do they look? The, the first group is a group of like five horsemen. They've got armor weapons. They look like they're probably well-to-do fighters of some kind. Yeah, we'll let them pass. Okay, and the second one seems to be a mixture of, uh, looks like folks going on a religious walk. There's quite a few that are in robes, sandals. There's a wagon with, with the kids and the elderly taking turns in it, being pulled by two oxen. I would have wanted to take on the armored man because that would have made a hell of a statement. <laughs> we knocked out the, the soldiers. Then they really know that we, we mean business. Might have bitten off more than a two. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 why you guys are hiding in the bushes? Because the guy's like, Shh, many people go. <laughs> so, so you basically you see the riders coming through at a full gallop. So you guys are letting them pass. Yeah. Uh -oh. Can I get an insight on? Sure. How dangerous they look. Do they look like you could 15? 15? They seem to be pretty well... Work They're more guards than thugs. They seem very practiced. And with your oh. insight, you do notice they all have a similar armband to each other of, of some kind of campaign color that they belong together as a group. Yeah, don't fuck with them. Do I recognize it? No. You recognize it as one of the human militias, possibly mercenaries. I'm gonna go steal their stuff. But you don't you don't recognize per se exactly what company they might belong to. Are there are there goblins among their ranks? They're not. It's all humans. But they're mercenaries. They they, they could be mercenaries, yeah. Um, how many? Five of them. As they're coming towards we're down, the we're down two. So Still, that's four of us. You, you got them by one on numbers. They're, they're only one ahead, right? You got them with religion. You got them with arcana. I, I, and I get that, but I can be our, our rogue is notorious <laughs> for climbing trees. <laughs> so the, even the trees are on your side. <laughs> so, the, so they're coming up about 20 feet. They're coming quick. They're at full gallop. And I'm gonna totally oh, find the sure. They're, let's, they're, 
Let's, There's one in front and two abreast for the let, other. Let's play with the guys in armor. I'm uh -oh. right. I'd I rather. I would rather. See, I knew it. <laughs> Aren't you hiding in the bushes? I mean, if there's a tree, that gives me better okay. vantage point to be killed. But it won't be as hidden as hiding in the bush. Because yes, if you're climbing a tree, you can be seen climbing the tree. Drop gravel on the other side of the tree. <laughs> Climb the other side. Okay, uh, I'll give you that. Point. <laughs> I'll give you that. Go, go ahead and roll me in athletics as you climb that tree. All right. Oh, also, I have a climbing thing now. They're they're, they're less than, than five feet apart. Sorry, what's that? I don't have to take an uh, extra action from climbing, an extra move action for climbing, and I climb faster than normal. She purposely made it so she can climb, so she can climb trees like a monkey. <laughs> I mean. Okay. Um, can I borrow some dice from somebody? What? Pink D20 it is. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to cast Grease in front of him. <laughs> okay. Them. Right them. Them. <laughs> she got real scared all of a sudden. <laughs> As all of a sudden she's imagined just sliding down. That would be pretty Okay. All right. I mean, if we, if we had time, that'd be hilarious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so you're going to do an athletics roll? So what's the DC for your grease spell? Oh, yeah, that's a wonderful one, because we haven't gotten a, a bump yet. So it's only a 12, but 12? they're not expecting it. They're, they're not expecting it? So I will give them disadvantage, because they're, they're full tilt with their horses. So first we're going to have... If my... Um, if my dot is colored in, does that mean I have my proficiency bonus with it? Okay. So here's the first one that's in lead, number one. Doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. I really know. I got a 13 on my climbing. Okay, so you are skittering up the back of the trees. You're Which means the next one gets like minus two. Yeah, it says there's a pileup beginning. Oh. As you're hearing these horses whinny and some shouts. Oof. Are there any ponies in the mix? <laughs> no, these, these are full-on horses. Are there any small horses? There are no small horses. Ooh. So the second guy managed to, to pull his, his, his horse just shy, and he's still on his horse. As they all look at the guy, just biff, horse sprays its four legs out, and it it does the bandy thing. <laughs> that is not thing. good for horses. No, it's not. <laughs> we might as well just put that one down. But we have a healer. Oh. And this guy, he he adds to the, the kerfuffle, and he goes toppling off his horse. And runs into the guy that, that actually <laughs> survived. Possible. So let's see what number four does. Oh, number four goes into this little chain of, of smashing here. One guy I'm thinking is going to be looking at all these other guys on their asses. Oh, no. yes. Okay, so all but one of them <laughs> so literally you see the first guy tumble, then this guy pulls off to the side, and he's looking as the next guy crashes into the pile, then the next guy crashes into the pile. The first horse has been trampled, and it's it's dying horribly. It's It's got broken leg. It's making this horrible... <laughs> you, you almost feel like you want to go put it down and cook it for the bugbearer. So, I mean, uh, I go ahead and, and roll initiative. And they're wondering why they're hearing a tribal drum. Dun, 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 dun. Are you 
kidding me? <laughs> Dirty 20. Especially since I have that. <laughs> since you have what? I mean, I'm at zero. <laughs> I mean, it would have oh been, I guess it would have been more of an insult tip because, like, if I went gloom stalker, I get to add my wisdom up. also to my what like my initiative. I think so. Yeah. Oh so it was about. What'd you get? Oh me? Yeah. I've got a nat one there. minus oh, one. So zero. Zero. So you're wanting to be at that safe cleric place where I you can come in and heal so. anyone that needs mm-hmm. it. And what did our ranger get? Or uh, uh, 16. Oof. It sucks for them. It's good for you guys. Okay, so uh, our, our, our natural, uh, or I should say our dirty 20, gets to go first here. So you cast your grease spell. You're looking between these shrub bushes. You know, you got the goblin next to you, the clerics there, the rope scampered off somewhere. You believe she's, in, you know, climbing the tree because she's, like, scampering up there so quietly. And you're seeing these horses baying in pain. And the rider's going, ow! Some a lot more than others. And the one guy sitting on his horse is, you know, he's basically got his hand on his sword and he's getting ready to pull it out. And he's looking at all of them like, what is your problem? Obviously, you're almost getting the idea that he might be the leader. But they're all within roughly 20 feet of each other? Oh, yeah. Easily within 20 feet of each other. The pile of balloon is taking up you know, less space than it should. I'd like to cast sleep on him. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Let's see how many hit points you've got. Don't fuck me. And one fuck me. Two fuck me. <laughs> 17 hit points. 17 hit points. Okay, so, wow, it's kind of a mix that, uh, so, you only got 17 hit points worth, I like that. It wasn't the best sleep spell of them all, but it wasn't little, the worst. A little over half. Hmm? Okay, so, so you cast your sleep spell, and, uh. You see the first guy, who obviously got the, got the most damage from when he went ass over ankles on the, on the front of the horse, and just literally head right into the ground. He flipped over, looking up at the sunset, and all of a sudden, as you, how, how does your sleep spell come out? So in this case, it looks like a uh, like a dark black web as it's sort of descending on them. It just materialized and just sort of wisps around them and started trying to envelop them and whichever ones that succumbed to it if any okay so you immediately notice the number four that went and crashed into the mound of his friends he he just he just lets out this this yawn as his head rolls back this number one who's on the ground with his head facing where they came from his eyes kind of roll back. Maybe it's from concussion. Maybe it's from your spell. Maybe it's a combination of the both, but it only requires like five hit points for those two. And, and they both go out. Okay. That leaves you seven hit points left. Which... Not enough. Is just barely not enough for another one of them. Okay. So you notice those two just pass out. And, and that almost dead horse passes out too and stops winning in pain. 
It's almost, it's almost mercy. <laughs> it got trampled by all the others. It's, it was, it was not pretty. And we're still I've kind of. You three are still in the bushes, just peeking through the bushes. Because <laughs> your goblin friend said, "Jump behind these bushes; it'll mm-hmm. hide us." So, um, rogue, you've you've scampered up in the tree. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna shoot people. Who are you gonna shoot? There's a guy on his horse getting ready to pull his sword out. <laughs> Why would you shoot that guy? <laughs> he seems like he's the most threatening right now. Okay, good. Go for it. All right. Twenty. Oh shit, that will hit. <laughs> I like that. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> Eight damage. Eight damage. As all of a sudden out of nowhere, he's he's looking at the guys like, what? What's going on, guys? What Get happened? Him. And then flunk, arrow just shoots that into his side and he looks down, he lifts his little shield arm up and just like grabs the arrow and does the the thing you're never supposed to do and pulls the arrow out. Oh, he's Pulled dead. A bunch of meat with it. <laughs> And it's just like, ah, bandits on your feet, man, bandits. I'm late for that. Uh, yeah. They can't. They're like, so they're like every time they take a step, it's like a cartoon. <laughs> so, Ranger, we're, we're within 30 feet of them? Oh, just, yeah, you're, you're okay. within like 20 feet. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm going to mark the leader, yeah, that leader guy who, who just got yeah, hit. Yeah, just got an arrow in I'm, I'm going to mark him with my planar warrior ability. What's that do? Uh, when, next time I hit him this turn, that damage, be, one, first off, that my damage becomes force damage. Um, and I get to add an extra uh, D8 to that damage. Mm. So, that's a bonus action. But I doubt a 10 will hit. A 10 will not hit. As all yeah. of a sudden, he's looking around for danger because Arrow just came out of the tree. Do you have any No, I do not. <laughs> and obviously, he's looking around for danger and he looks in the bushes and immediately whips that shield around and just the arrow by mere inches, he waves that shield and like, poing! Yeah. And goes off. Maybe because he, he sensed that you were twiddling your fingers. Oh, uh, yeah, no. He, he, he's, he's, you were he got hit by one. He, he's ready for another he, arrow. He looked through the bushes and there's oh, he got in eyes looking at him. Yeah, he starts hearing one of the one of the shrubberies uh, curse and 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 yell in in goblin language in goblin. As he immediately like, points towards the bush and goes, "Attackers from the bushes, <laughs> charge!" And, and you see, well, there's only one up. So yeah, I know. <laughs> so there's him and there's these two guys. So. One's going to burn half his movement, getting untangled from the horses. And he immediately, he drops his shield and pulls his longsword out, takes the two-handed to approach, and steps just shy of you guys in movement. Sucks for him. Or does he? He doesn't. (laughs) Because as he lifts his sword and starts stomping towards you guys, he literally takes one step. Oh. Slips on the dirt that should be nice and tractiony, and he falls flat on his ass <laughs> with his legs sprawled out, and his, his, he's still on high guard with his sword. However, his compatriot tries to do the same thing, and he's like looking at him, like, "How could you fall on dirt?" Pulls out his sword and takes that that, that ominous side, he's, and then he's just looking at the bush, like he's going to protect himself with the sword blade, and he's going to move one step. 
And then he looks looks at the bushes. And he's trying to figure shit out. He's he wants to figure shit out instead of like spending all of his <laughs> And he doesn't notice like, shit with his they wand ran off already, guys. for perception. <laughs> As he's trying to to take in what he's seeing here, trying to understand what's going on here. As he's just like hmm. Hmm. The bushes. The, 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 the trees sprouting arrows. I think these are bandits. <laughs> As, as their leader, who's, you know, not taking this shit. He, he's gonna, you know, reach around and pull a javelin out of his holster from the side of the horses. And he's gonna throw it at the goblin in the tree. He didn't hide after shooting him. <laughs> and we're gonna go with good dangerous dice. Curse you. Will <laughs> four hit you? No. no As no. all of a sudden you're there with your bow out, ready to shoot again, and this javelin just like flink over the trees and into the tree behind you. You just As he misses by a mile, and he's just like, "Get on your feet, you fools! You're embarrassing the company." And our cleric, I who's been a giggle sword. watching this comedy of errors happen. Also, can I hide? <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning or the end of your turn as a bonus action, you can. You hear this deep rumbling next to you. You're still scared. Remember, as a goblin, you can disengage, dash, or hide as a bonus action. Never said I was scared. Cautious. Not scared. So you I see am. two of them sprawl out unconscious. The other two sprawled on the ground because they slipped on how, on traction. How far away is the guy on horseback? The guy on horseback is about 15 feet away. Alright, I'm casting spiritual weapon. Okay. So what does your spiritual weapon look like? Is it materialism? I'm assuming next to him. It is a bloody axe. Okay. Horrible, necrotic energy bloody axe. Just like, now do you have it pop up behind him just because it's more effective that oh, way? Because yeah. it looks cooler. As you're just standing there, you're just like, yeah. I'm not sure what your, your prayer word is for, but the snarl works. As you see this axe just materialize just above his head. Right. And I believe it's a bonus action to swing it. Oh, it's a bonus action. See, when you cast the spell, you can make a melee spell attack against the creature within five feet of the weapon. Which he is. Okay. On a hit, the target takes blah, blah, blah. As a bonus action, I can move and hit again. So. Okay. Sorry. So go ahead and swing your, your, your bloody spiritual axe of all the death that you need so, to sacrifice to your god. Okay. Working. That will hit. This does not look good for him. So good then enough. that is a D8 bookie modifier. I should get my Seven. As all of a sudden he's like barking orders and waving his hand and immediately he, you just hear the silence of his barking orders. The guys are like muffling and trying to get up. And you just look and as you do, you hear the sickening sound of your spiritual weapon pulling out of his head as it just, you just realize he leans forward and the whole back of his head is split wide open like a melon. And as he leans forward in the saddle... You just see the gout of blood coming down around his armor and just seeping into the, and just soaking the horse. And I just look up and I go, all for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going well for them. So, wizard. I'm just curious. Second level I just got, or third level I just got Shadow Blade. 
Can I cast uh, Green Flame or Booming Blade in conjunction with that? Because it says, as part of the action used to cast this spell, it is cantrip. You must make a melee attack with a weapon against one creature. Would I already have to? You'd have to. You'd have to encase it first. So I'd have to cast the Shadow Blade on one round. Hmm. I couldn't cast the cantrip in the same way. Yeah, because you only can do one, unless it's a bonus action cantrip. Does it say it's bonus action or is it one action? Oh, casting time is one action, so it would be part of the spell. Okay. But next round I could do it. Okay. Um, so I'm going to emerge from the bushes. <laughs> as this big bugbear just steps out of the bushes. <laughs> big old gorilla arms. And as I bring my, ha- my hand back, I kind of weaving my hands together, and, and this black mist begins to form, and I just sort of, as if this imaginary scabbard is withdrawing from it, this shadow blade... <laughs> And and I asked them, mercenary or levy? Are you part of a... Uh, immediately, and by the way, you have advantage if you're going to swing because they're right at your... The two guys are literally right at your feet. And we're, we're, we're swords for hire! We surrender! We surrender! They're so looking back at their captain whose blood is... He's still like slumped over the saddle and you just see this... Poor horses like shifting as the blood, warm blood's getting in the saddle. We, 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 we surrender. <laughs> this ended up so bad as they re- they think three of their t- five people are dead right now. Okay, as I you... bring the sword out and I say, disarm and disarm you. What's left of your company? And they just like kicked the swords away because they they threw their swords down and immediately hands up. As as the giant bugbear comes out yeah, of the bushes and they realize, oh shit. shit, we are outclassed right now. <laughs> no, I meant and told them to go clean up the mess over there uh, as uh, I disband the group. Uh, can, can I move? No, okay. Yeah. He comes over to the sleeping ones and basically pulls their swords and throws them over the bushes over where you, where you two are hiding still. Mm-hmm. As swords go clank clank right behind you, missing you by inches. Hey! <laughs> gather up the horses. <laughs> and, and, and of course, the one horse is like, yeah. the one that's asleep is horribly maimed with its legs twisted about. And they kind of like, they're, they're looking at you the whole time as they are gingerly trying to unpeel the horses that are in a mild panic because of the accident. And, and the, 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 the two guys peel the. The three horses that are still salvageable, though they seem to be a little damaged. Salvageable horses. <laughs> I like this. We, 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 we mean you no harm. We are just traveling. Mm-hmm. Just what the mercenaries would say. Take care mm-hmm. of that horse. And I throw one of the swords to him. He like easily catches the sword. He comes back to the horse, gives him a little double look, and just yeah. right into the horse, twists the blade. You know, you just hear the. And, and the horse's spirit leaves. You feel the spirit. I would imagine you were probably That's getting a little mean. irritated. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, as he's just doing that, I just kind of turn around to you guys. What do you want to do? Pop down from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> They're mercenaries. At the point where you hop down as soon as your boots hit the ground. The captain's body just slumps slowly out of the saddle, <laughs> thumping onto the ground. That one, a little bit of jolt. 
was just enough to get the, the horse completely panicked. Because the horse didn't even sense the weapon weaving weaving oh. around over its head. So there was there were one of them. One of the two was actually talking the most. Right? Uh huh. He's the one who said, "I, I surrender." Edel, my 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 name is Edel. Okay, Edel. I, I've worked with goblins before. Goblins are good people. Well, it's true. <laughs> we're on a try it before you buy it scenario here. So the first week we're gonna get you to work for us for free because we gave you your life. How's that sound? That that that, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I I I cook. I cook cook really well on top of everything else. And you know, who fights the best out of all of you? Be honest. And, and you notice that. And I'm still kind of using the two the guys kind of like look to the dead captain. <laughs> the living. And they kind of look at each other, and they both go, "Yeah, uh, uh, I do." They, and they both kind of do the "I do" at the same time. Okay, let's see it. <laughs> they, they just look at you, kind of like they—they they both pointed at themselves. Yeah, right? they both said, I, "I'm the best." Let's see it. Okay, and that's a good place to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening. Hello, this is Eric. And Wendy Strzok with Stone Valley Hobby and Games. We sell board games, card games, role-playing games, and supplies. We have thousands of Magic the Gathering cards available, carry Kickstarter products, and work with veteran-owned small businesses to bring you our own line of products. We are a small business retailer, but we offer competitive prices, a loyalty system, and free shipping on orders over $100. As a military veteran myself, I'm a strong supporter of our armed forces, their families, and contractors out there doing the hard job. So any order from an AA, AE, or EP address will be shipped absolutely free. Remember, StoneValleyGames.com, where we take your leisure seriously. I remember the second edition book. There were Uh probably a few things where you you actually would use it. (laughs) The art art was a little more uh, provocative. Yeah, it (laughs) was a little more more Vanna art-ish. Yeah. I still miss that kind of, you know, that... That's one thing that, like, Dungeon Crawl Classics has a nice harken back to. It's got the old first, second edition artwork, you know. If you ever get your hands on a first edition monster manual, which I got one, the art is such, it's such Sharpie art, you know. Oh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's I, I, so I, I see, great I've seen, in its basicness, you know. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's sufficient, yeah. Again, I, I still, and again, I still enjoy the, the potential apocrypha of the Rust Monster's uh, physical design being just some plastic toy. And I think I remember actually having that toy that as well. That little tiny bluish, you know, guy. But with the little, with the propeller tail. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I remember getting that from a, uh, and a if you're quarter a fa- machine. If you're a fan of Futurama, there's an episode where they go to a pet store for the vet, and there's a rust monster in the in the, the waiting room. Yeah. Can't see. Even the internet agrees with the nerdiness. <laughs> Oh, you found the original? I did. <laughs> you I, have been refouled. So it, it used to be in my 
my sketchbook, mm-hmm. but I completed that sketchbook, and then all of my papers were gone. <laughs> moved on. <laughs> yeah. But your character did not. Uh, Danny was asking for rides. No, you're within reach of chili peppers. <laughs> Is that code? No, it's a restaurant in Yuma. Oh. There's a string owned by the Gutierrez family, and Chili Pepper's one of them, but almost all of the restaurants, phenomenal Mexican food. You know how you have stuff here. You should give him. Oh, uh, Chili Pepper is like the world. You should give him the 411 because he's uh, like lost out there. Okay, tell him the roll. Tell about the roll tacos. Yeah, get a dozen roll. Next time you roll is through it, Yuma, that really stop at, at uh, Mr. G's, which is right on 4th Avenue off the I 10. Get a, get a dozen rolled tacos or more. I'm thinking that's a code word for getting rolled at a truck stop no, by vampires. It is actually rolled tacos. <laughs> they have the fucking best. Oh, it's tacos. just awesome Mexican food. I, I mean, mean, Mexican food. Like, right. <laughs> but, but Mexican food great, is right? comfort food. There are. There definitely yeah. are, but it's definitely like. I can't go and I could not live anywhere that didn't have decent Mexican mm-hmm. food. Like, it's comfort food. It is. It really is. It's because we all live around it all the time. Right. It's all. It's <laughs> the lard. We've been here for a while. Who are we kidding? It's the lard. <laughs> did I mention what I called Chipotle when I was blanking on the name? Chipotle. <laughs> no. Fake um, Mexican food. Uh, well, no, that, that's that's Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> no, no, uh, that's desperate. Uh, a hipster burrito. <laughs> a hipster burrito place is what I call uh, Chipotle. You know, that's um, perfectly appropriate. It's, it's super tasty though. And it's not bad. If I'm in the mood for Chipotle, I will go to Chipotle. But if I'm in the mood for Mexican food, <laughs> I'm going to some like hole in the wall place. It's got right. like mm-hmm. a bucket of lard next to it. That's, that's how you know it's good. That's how it's mommy stays supple yet. for, for so long. Tote. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's so, that place is so good. <laughs> I've been there, yeah. So has everyone leveled up the level? Oh, yes. I'm uh, almost there. Spells? Yeah, I went, uh, I, you know, Beastmaster. Mm. I, like, yeah, the, the tough decision between Gloomstalker, which kind of, he kind of burns his load on the first turn, at least at level three. It's like, <laughs> and then like throws it around. It's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm out. I'm just a regular ranger. Uh, I decided to go for Rise and Walker. See you. I mean, yeah, I'm going to be Nightcrawler uh, Hawkeye. So you're all about the exploring. Yes. As, a, as opposed okay. to the scary tarantula that is the Gloomstalker. Yeah. That oh, hides yeah. in the dark. Yeah, no, there, was, there, were, kills there were some people. fun things in there. but Gloomstalker is a super, super powerful build. It really is. Especially if you're not invis- a dark vision in- race, invisible from other, yeah, basically hiding from hiding from night vision. Yeah, uh, dark vision. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was very, very, inti- very useful. You are the spider that just blends in the dark corners that your mm-hmm. eye passes over without mm-hmm. seeing. But no, I think I think level eleven being able to bamf around. <laughs> Nature traveling magic. Hey, think about it. I mean, as a skirmishing goblin, that alone, the mere fact mm-hmm. that you could, you know, that that's hugely powerful. Especially actually... when everyone goes running behind oh, the yeah. bush where the goblin was. And they're like, where's the goblin? It's not in the tree. It's not in the bush. And then arrows go through their throats. Mm-hmm. I teleported to just 100 feet away. So just within bow range, but just out of you running up to stab me with your pokey sticks. Because that's what I do.